Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. I wanted to talk today about something that it's a hard one, right? Because we as humans, we have this idea of what we think our life should be. And I'm always saying it never goes to plan. So we have to learn to be completely okay and surrender to the fact that a plan might not go to plan. But how do we do that? Like how do we just let go and let that be the case without being upset, without being resentful of other people that seem to be on the journey that we want? How do we rise above that and realize that our path is ours and own it and love it? Because I've been there. Like, all right. So, hey, does everyone know I'm divorced? (laughs) I'm going through it. No, I've never talked about that on the podcast. But this is okay. So, today's episode is obviously about not being envious or jealous of those around us and being happy for them. I've always been one to be stupidly happy for my friends that have good news, even when there's been a pang of, why isn't that me? And it's perfectly okay to think the why is that not me, okay? But do not ever let your resentment of someone else's stage in life or where they're at, firstly, make you act like a dick towards them. (laughs) And secondly, make you feel like you're failing because we all have our own glorious paths and there are plenty of memes and quote posts and shit about this. But how do we actually like, I am sick of seeing quote posts about it because it doesn't fucking make you feel any better when you're seven years into a relationship and your friend gets engaged and you're not and your partner's still dicking around. Trust me, I was there. Okay. I would watch all of my, okay. Side, we now know that I was obviously with the wrong guy. And to be fair, he, he led me on and dangled a carrot for fucking years. Okay. And he should never have done that. That was my story. But a lot of relationships are right. And for whatever reason, they're just not at the point of being engaged, or maybe it's not a conversation they've had. If you're seven years in, you haven't had the conversation run to be quite frank because there's something obviously wrong and I wish now and I had several friends I'll never forget one conversation with my friend we were driving along um oh, I was driving along on the phone to her bawling my eyes out going why won't he just propose and she's like maybe have you ever asked him if he actually wants marriage She's, and she was gently trying to tell me to get the fuck out of the relationship. Bless her cotton socks. That's why we're best friends and we always will be for life. But she, and I always call her my sister from another Insta, but she didn't overtly want to be like, you shouldn't fucking be with this guy. But she knew, like, if if you've been together that long and you it means so much to you and it means nothing to your partner and you've not had that conversation and they're not meeting you, then maybe something more fundamentally wrong is going on there. But anyway, it's not about that. It's actually just about how do we honor where we're at and not get jealous of other people's life stages when we think that that's where we want to be. I had a friend when I was going through the initial stages of my separation, she used to be a best friend and she was worried to tell me she was pregnant because she thought I'd be jealous. Firstly, it says a lot about her 
doesn't it? <laughs> because A, she didn't know me because I've never once in my life had jealousy for a friend or been un- or let my shit get in the way of their enjoyment. I've never, even at my darkest point, I've never been that person. Secondly, she didn't even know if I'd wanted children. She just assumed that everyone wanted the life path she wanted. I actually have never really decided if I want kids. I've n- I love children. Children love me. <laughs> I'm incredibly, but I'm not a particularly maternal person. So I haven't, and also I'm quite happily selfish, to be honest. I don't know, I don't see, no offense to mothers, I think you're all beautiful and I think you do a great job. But I'm yet to see a woman that shows me that her life is truly enriched by having children. Because what I see is a lot of women give themselves up when they have children. And I've already been in a position in my life where I gave myself up for a man. So I don't ever want to do that for children. Because I think that we dishonor ourselves every time we give pieces of ourselves away to people and let parts of our personality diminish. It's natural in life to go through stages of personality. But And I want you to debate this with me because, you know, I want to be proven wrong, but I'm yet to see a woman that hasn't felt like she's had to give away a part of herself in order to have children. And maybe that is, maybe that's the gift. Maybe you do give away a part of yourself that needs to be, to be given away when you have children. I'm not saying that they're not happy people. They're all beautifully happy and they love their children. And I think that's gorgeous. And I think they are given something beautiful by having a child, but not everyone also has the opportunity to have that. And I don't think that they're worse off for no, they are worse off if that's what they wanted. So that brings me back to the point of how do we be okay with other people's life stages when that's the things we think we want or the things that we think we deserve. Like for me, I, when my dad passed, I had a lot of issues with the fact that I didn't feel like I deserved that. And I was like, but I want my dad here. I don't want to be going through this. And I had a lot of feelings around that. And it was really hard not to be envious of friends that weren't thrown in this shit storm at 21 years old. And I did spend a lot of time being envious for people that they didn't have to go through the fucking pain that I had to go through. And that was really hard to come to terms with. And I think that's why going through that and healing through that and realizing it was no one else's fault and yet I was taking it out on other people thinking, fuck, your life is easy. And no one's life is easy. Everyone has their story. Everyone has some shit going on that for them is not easy for them. And having a respect for that is so important because we don't know what's going on behind closed doors in their brains. Even as a partner, you don't necessarily know what's going on in your partner's head or, or the things that they're struggling with internally. We don't know the traumas that they're dealing with. We don't know what's going on for them. So when we approach things and we see people being happy, how? and it was interesting because the reason I thought of this topic was because I've seen a lot on social media lately about or all my friends are getting married or getting engaged, getting married or having babies. And I'm just over here saying like texting a guy, Hey, from Tinder or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but cool. That's, that's why are you ashamed of that? Like, why do we make jokes as if single people in their thirties or single people should be ashamed of being single? 
I think it's fucking time we break that. I think it's time that we break that we should be ashamed of any life stage that we're at because it's true for us. We're there for a reason and we we need to obviously grow and develop and change or, or embrace that season of our life. We don't need to be ashamed of where we're at. I went through a lot of shame in the early stages of my separation. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be 32 and single and all this shame was building up for me. But it was the greatest thing that ever happened. And I think a lot of people stay in shitty situations because they're afraid of the judgment of others or the internal judgment of where they're going to be at in life. Don't stay in shitty situations because you're scared of this judgment that doesn't actually exist, by the way. Our judgment on ourselves is harsher than other people's. And anyone that is judging us, fuck right off. (laughs) Literally, they're not your problem. And by the way, when someone's judging you, that's about them. So when you see your friend get engaged and you're like, oh my God, I want that for me, them getting engaged is not the issue. Your response is, so, oh my God, I want that for me. Okay, let's let's break that down. When I was like that, it was because I was insecure in my relationship that I felt that I needed this engagement to prove my relationship Okay, I can see that now when I was in the relationship, I was just like, no, I just want to be engaged. But why? Why do we always strive and want and need this next stage and think I should be having the baby or I should I shouldn't be having to deal with this death or I should just be trauma free or I shouldn't be, you know, having this meltdown and losing my job at 35 and going on this path. We are exactly where we need to be and the moment that we the the longer that we keep trying to push back and say I don't want to be here I want to be over there where they are I want to be doing what they're doing we forget to learn the lesson in the stage that we're at in our life I'm pausing because I want that to sink in because if we keep pushing back going but I want this and I want that and I want We forget to enjoy the moment of our life. So how how does that actually look? How does giving away all that anger and all that, holy fuck, I need to be there, how do we actually work on that? Well, firstly, we need to, when we have that reaction, when someone gives us good news, okay, we need to think about our reaction. We need to become really in tune with how we react to things, which a lot of us, and I know I did this, a lot of us don't tune into that. We just get the feeling and we're like, oh, that's icky. And we don't explore. We don't explore why we're jealous. We don't explore why we're envious. We don't explore, even though we might be really, really happy for them, but this envious and shit is coming up. Okay, I want to be engaged. I've been with my partner for seven years. Why am I envious of my friend that's now engaged? Why am I feeling that shit? Why... Okay, let's deep dive. You want to be engaged, but why do you want to be engaged? What is what is an engagement change in your relationship? Have you spoken to your partner about this? Have you had an honest conversation and said, look, I know Jenny just got engaged. Um, and look, that brought up some stuff for me. Like I would love to be engaged soon. And you know what I hate? Men that turn around and say, well, that would dig my heels and I'd be less likely to ask her. If a guy behaves like that, get the fuck out of the relationship. (laughs) Okay? Because it's actually not, it's not a one-way conversation. It's not just about whether a man's going to ask you to marry you, honey. 
it's a two-way conversation, okay? We are not living in 1880. And if, yes, I still, okay, well, I say we're not living in 1880, but I personally wouldn't ask a guy to marry me. And I still do think that in the grand scheme of things, it is a guy's position to ask that question. I think it's a little bit beautiful or like, you know, I don't know how it actually works in a same-sex relationship. I'm not sure who gets – I mean, maybe it's actually better because it is it is a full conversation about, hey, who's going to ask or I don't know. But in, in a – like I only obviously know about it from a male-female point of view and I definitely wanted my ex to ask. And I would – I dropped all of the hands. I was a psycho about it. And I was a psycho about it because I was insecure in the relationship and I didn't realize that until now and I should have addressed why I was insecure. I wasn't being loved the way I needed. I wasn't being, you know, none of my love languages were being heard, met, seen, validated. None of my concerns were being validated. I wasn't allowed to have a conversation. I wasn't allowed to have open communication about how I felt. So if all that shit's coming up for you, I really urge you to look into why. Why do you need the engagement? Because we actually live in a time where we don't need marriage. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I would get married again. I've openly said that a million times because I love the idea of the bond. But we live in a time where we actually don't need that. And that's okay if that's not your jam either, right? So it's about actually honoring where we're at in our life. And when these icky feelings, when someone has great news and these icky feelings come up and we start judging ourselves about where we're at, it's about why are we judging ourselves? Like I'm very aware I'm about to be 34 and most single women at 34 would just be thinking, baby, 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 baby. Or a lot of women would be. For me, I'm okay. If I'm going to have a baby, it's going to happen. Okay. I don't need to stress about that. Shit's sorted for me. I've surrendered to my life path. I'm more worried about getting a fucking house. (laughs) That's my biggest concern. But that's because I've done a lot of deep work to be very happy for people in my life and very aware that when I do get the ick and I'm like, oh, I should be there, which, by the way, I still get it in business a fair bit. I'll be like, oh, where should I be? How should I, you know, and that does come up for me. But now I'm like... It's okay. It's okay. I can recognize exactly why the shit's coming up for me and why I'm feeling a certain way and why that's all bubbling for me. I know exactly why, but it's really, we don't know why and we can't be happy for people around us until we explore our feelings and our reactions and be honest with ourselves because there's this level of honesty that it can be really hard to tap into. And I know because I've been in the the world of avoidance where everything's all good, I'm fine, I'm fine. Nobody look at me, I'm about to have a full-blown emotional breakdown, but I am fine, um, I'm strong. No one question me, I've got my shit sorted. No, fuck no. We don't need to be anywhere we're not. And, you know, I have, I have friends that like do certain things like, oh, I haven't told so-and-so because it's like, that's about you, honey. You can't, you, her reaction or his reaction has nothing to do with you. And if they can't react in a way that's mature and happy for you, then why are they in your life? Like, honestly, why, why are people that aren't happy for you and cheering you on in your world? Because we, we don't need 
numbers in our world. We need quality people. Life is hard enough without having to worry about how someone else is going to react to our good news or how someone's going to react to our success or how someone's going to react to our bad news. Are they going to cheer because we have shit news? I had friends like that. They were so happy my life was falling apart. Well, guess what? Joke's on you. My life is fucking great. (laughs) And they're no longer in my world because I knew that they were celebrating behind closed doors that I was going through shit. And I'm like, "Mm, that's horrible. I would never celebrate someone's downfall. And if I did, I would be asking myself what kind of human I was and whether I was ever supportive of that person and why, when I couldn't support them, did I keep them in my world? What was it about me that made me unable to support someone else? Why was I envious or jealous of them? It's like the money thing that drives me up the wall. I had friends. We all know the friendship group I used to be in. They were super competitive. Like one would buy a new house, the other would have to buy a bigger fucking house, right? Oh, nightmare. And I can see now I was all a part of that. I would always be so self-conscious that my place wasn't big enough, that it wasn't good enough, that I didn't have the right throw rugs, that I didn't have the right pots. Like it came down to the most minute details about how you had to have the perfect stuff with these people. But it was always about them. It wasn't about me. I got caught up in the shit because I was like, I need to impress. I need to impress. I need to impress. I don't impress anyone now. I impress myself. I wake up every single day and I worry about how am I going to be better than I was yesterday because I need to be constantly being nice and just a good human and me growing and knowing my issues are going to make me show up a better human for other people and be more supportive when they need me to be supportive um, and offer my support in a genuine way and genuinely want to cheerlead people and not tear them down. <laughs> you know, I was in that that zone where like this one friend, she would get good news. I'd be like, oh, fuck, everything good always happens to her. I didn't know what was going on in the background, but the truth is, she pushed a lot of that good stuff because she was so deeply internally miserable with her life because she didn't know what she wanted. And I was the same. I was deeply miserable. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what my values were. I'd never asked anyone what I believed in. I wasn't allowed to ask that question. It was about I had to tick these boxes that life had been handed to me in these belief systems. So how do we support people And it's not, to be honest, it's not actually our job to ask people to show up differently if we give them good news and they can't be a cheerleader for us. If we, for one minute, suspect that someone's not happy for us, don't be afraid to ask the question and be like, I understand that, you know, maybe you want to be here in life, but that doesn't mean that my news should mean less to you. And if it does, then maybe our friendship's not as strong as I thought it was because you're envious ways and your jealousy that's going to get in the way of friendship very quickly and it's going to get in the way of a genuine friendship because you should never feel envious or jealous towards a friend that you truly love because those those feelings of jealousy and envy have nothing to do with your friend's good news they have everything to do with where how you are out in your life and how happy you are with the choices you've made and i'm telling you if a lot of those feelings are coming up then you need to look internal And I know that's hard to you. I've covered a lot today and I feel like I've said a lot of controversial stuff Um, because, you know, life is really fucking short. If there's one thing I can tell you about watching loved ones die, it's that you learn very quickly that life is short and it's way too short 
to spend in situations where we're not happy and it's way too short to have regrets but it's also too short to be rude and offensive towards people and it's also too short to be envious and jealous and it's way too short to not be doing th- doing what we want. If you're with someone and they haven't proposed after seven years and they can't even have the conversation with you about marriage, then maybe that relationship's not right for you anymore. Maybe you have outgrown that and you might go meet someone three weeks later that you end up marrying. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't stay stuck somewhere where you're unhappy and you're having feelings that of unhappiness or of envy and jealousy of the people around you. If you really want a baby, have a baby. There's so many ways these days that you can do these things. Take charge of your life and stop waiting for someone else to make your life happen because that's how we get stuck and we get jealous and we get envious is because we're not making the decisions in our life that we want to be making. You cannot be envious and jealous of people if you're happy internally. It's actually not possible. (laughs) Trust me, I know I've been in both situations and even now when I feel jealousy and envy coming up or I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I had that. I look into why I wish I had that. You know, like I often see couples, I'm like, fuck, that'd be nice. But I'm not angry for that couple. I'm like, I want that for me. And that's okay. We can have those conversations with ourselves as well and say, why do you want that for you, Beck? Yeah, I just want it because I want it equal. But that's the thing. I'm not going to settle for a shitty relationship just to fulfill that box and ticket, right? Not worth it. Trust me, being there. <laughs> so that's my message to you today. And I know it's been, um, it's definitely been controversial and I'm cool with that. But don't explore for me the next time you hear great news and you feel envious or jealous and explore for the friendships of the people that are cheerleading you and the people that they might seem to be cheerleading you, but maybe they're a little bit not cheerleading you. So I hope that has been helpful and not harmful. And I'm really grateful that you chose me to have you in to have me in your ears is what I wanted to say. Have an awesome week, guys, and I'll be back next week. You know where to find me. Check out the show notes. <laughs>